are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're continuing on the subject of the life and the power of words. Words that are spoken are released into the atmosphere, and scientists tell us today that every word that has ever been spoken is still out there in what they call the ether. <laughs> they say it's still there. Every word that's been spoken on this planet is still out there somewhere. Now that ought to make you think about something. See, Jesus said in the 12th chapter of Matthew, he said, you'll give account of every idle word that you speak. See, those words still exist. We could even say it this way. Words are eternal forces. They continue to exist. They've been spoken and they're out there in the atmosphere. Words are powerful. Words release faith. Words can release life or they can release death. Proverbs 18, chapter, verse 20 and 21 said, Life and death is in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So you can either speak life with your words or you can speak death with your words. Words are seeds. Now we talked about this in the other session that words are like seeds. And God in the beginning used the method of words. Now we talked about operating under God's word system. God has a word system in this earth. Now let me show you how this system works and how it worked under the Old Covenant. And even today it still works the same way. God, when he was ready, when God was ready to bring a Redeemer, Jesus, his son, into this earth, he didn't actually, he didn't wait till he was ready. 750 years before that Jesus was born on this planet, God prophesied through Isaiah the prophet and said, A virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and his name shall be Emmanuel, or God with us. Now, that's 750 years before it came to pass. Now, see, we talk about words being seed. Seed that is spoken, or words that are spoken, are seeds. They produce. Now, God started 750 years before the manifestation of Jesus walking this planet, started prophesying it. Have you ever noticed that in the Scripture, in studying the Bible, that actually God says everything first before He ever does it? You'll hardly find in the Scripture. In fact, I haven't found a thing that God ever did that He didn't say first. He had His prophets to prophesy it. Now, sometimes people say, well, why didn't God just say it, you know, and, and let that be it? I mean, it has to be prophesied in the earth. Now, it seems like to me, from what I can study in the Word of God and some things that I've read that other men of God have said about it, it seems that God can do very little in the earth unless some man requests it, prays it, or prophesies it. Now, that doesn't mean that you just go out here and prophesy anything you want to come to pass and it'll happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but by the Spirit of God, see. In other words, God's method is to proclaim the things that'll be, that are going to come to pass. See, some things are established by God. You remember when Pharaoh had the dream that Joseph interpreted? 
This thing was repeated to him twice. And Joseph, when he interpreted the dream, he said, because it was the same dream, he said, it is established by God. Now, Joseph gave the interpretation of the dream to Pharaoh, which was God's word in the earth, see. And it came to pass just exactly like he said. Now, to understand why God uses man, it's not hard if you set under the authority series that we've taught. But just let me briefly say that because God gave man dominion on the planet Earth, as we found here in Genesis, the first chapter, he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. God gave Adam dominion on this planet. And he was to have dominion and subdue the earth and subdue it the same way God did, and that was with his words. He had authority, and he was the ruler over the earth. But we know that he lost that authority. He turned his authority over to Satan. And Satan became what the Bible calls the God of the world, what the Apostle Paul called the God of the world. So Satan is the God of the world today. Now, he's not our God, but he's God of the world system. But Jesus went to the cross. He suffered for us. He redeemed mankind. He stripped Satan of his authority. And as he stood on the mountain in the 28th chapter of Matthew, he said, All power is given unto me, both in heaven and earth. Now he said, You go in my name. You cast out demons. You speak with new tongues. You lay hands on the sick, and they'll recover. So dominion was given back to the church. So because of Genesis 1, because of what God proclaimed in his covenant with Abraham, See, the covenant that God made with Abraham gave him authority in this earth or gave him access back into this planet. When Adam sold the earth lease out to Satan, Satan became the god of the world, then Adam had left God on the outside looking into this planet. He made a covenant with men. He worked through men. Now, the reason he did that was because of what it says here in Genesis, the first chapter. He gave man dominion. That means mankind includes... uh, Everyone that's born on the planet Earth. And God works through men. So God never did change that. He never did take that authority from man. Satan usurped that authority from Adam and became what the Apostle Paul said, the God of the world. But thank God Jesus redeemed mankind. And today we have our authority restored. God's Word is the final authority. And man is the enforcement of Satan's defeat on this planet. Now, certainly Jesus defeated the devil. You all know that. I know that you've heard that. And sometimes people say, well, how in the world could the devil be defeated if he's caused so much trouble, so much problem? If the devil's defeated, then we just don't have to do anything. Yes, we do. You have to enforce his defeat. Mankind is God's agent in this earth to enforce Satan's defeat. If you had laws of this land, we have speed laws and so on. If you didn't have someone to enforce that law, that law wouldn't be worth the paper it's written on. Because if you go out on the freeway now and you can find out it's not enforced too well, they'll blow you off the road if you're driving 55 miles an hour. If you're not careful, some of those big trucks will come by doing 70 and 80. But you see, if there was no law enforcement, then the law wouldn't be good for anything. God uses mankind as his agent in the earth to enforce Satan's defeat. 
Now, God gave the authority to man. He never did take it back. That's the reason man has the authority, and that's the reason God works through man today. It's not because God couldn't do it. God could wipe the devil out in an instant of time if it was not for his word. But you see, God's word is out. Genesis 1 tells you that he gave man dominion. God's word's out. He can't go back on his word because God's word is established. It's already settled. It's final. And until the lease runs out, God's done all he can do about the devil, but he can anoint you and me to destroy the works of the devil. Now, that's just in a nutshell an idea of why that we have to operate in God's laws to enforce Satan's defeat and why God uses man to do it. We have authority on this planet. See, you were born here. Your birth certificate gives you right on this planet. That's the reason you can go vote. That's the reason you can change the government of this nation. Thank God because we're born here. We have legal right here. Satan was not born here. He doesn't have legal right here. Demons and evil spirits and the devil himself are illegal aliens to this planet. They don't have authority on this planet. But men, mankind has authority on this planet. So God uses the word of God through man to establish some things. Now, as we mentioned before, someone has made the statement, it seems that God will not do anything in the earth unless some man requests it, unless someone prays it, or unless someone makes a demand on the covenant of God. So that's what we're doing when we speak the word of God, when we pray the word of God, we're making a demand on the covenant of God. We're not demanding it of God, we're just making a demand on the covenant. Just the same as you'd make a demand on your bank account. Now, that's essentially what you do if you've got a bank account down at the First National or wherever. They give you some checks. And when you need some money, you make a demand note on that bank account. It essentially demands that the bank release the money. In other words, it's the legal right for that bank to release that money to you because you just simply made a demand on what's yours. Now, you notice the money in the bank wasn't the bank's didn't belong to the bank, belonged to you. So when we're talking about taking God's word, speaking God's word concerning his promise until faith comes and making a demand on the covenant of God, we're not talking about getting something that didn't belong to us. We're talking about making a demand on something God's already given us. He gave it to us. Second Peter chapter 1 says, He hath given unto us all things, that pertain to life and godliness. He's already given them to us. They belong to us. They're ours. For as God's concerned, they're ours. But we may not have them unless we make a demand on it. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. Now, our CD offer all of this week is CD offer number 7210. It's God's Creative Power is the title of it, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. This will be a blessing to you. I take the little booklet, God's Creative Power, and elaborate on the confessions that are in it. You know, we are supposed to hold fast to our confession of faith. And so many times people confess 
their problems. They talk about their failures and all of this. Well, faith cometh by hearing. Whether you're hearing good news or bad news, faith is coming. You can talk sickness and disease till you have more faith in sickness and disease than you do in healing. Ten times in Genesis 1, it says, And God said, Now, why did it say that? Because God wants you to know that creation took place when God uttered words, faith-filled words. And then he said, let man have dominion over the earth. Well, how was man going to have dominion? Through faith-filled words, based on the authority of God's word. God gave man authority on this planet. And we have to keep God's word in our mouth if we're going to have faith in our heart for the promises that are in the word of God. Now, we're not talking about using God's Word to get something God doesn't want you to have. God's already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him and through the exceeding great and precious promises. So if we get the Word of God down in us, Jesus said it this way, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. This is the practical side of the Word of God to use it in your life. And we go through some of these confessions in the book. If you will confess what God's Word said about you, eventually you will go to believing the way God believes. That's offer number 7210 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.